Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, everyone. Hello today. Yes, you may recognize that uh, this is Tom Bernard's friend, Don Shelby, sitting in for the big guy today, Brittany Arneson with us, as huge. <laughs> Good to see you, Brittany. You too, man. I was telling AJ, I said, uh, man, when Don Shelby comes in, it's just super fun. Like, <laughs> even the music, all the stuff, you really do set the tone. You got a vibe. You got a vibe, and I'm into it. Um, yeah. It's pretty fun. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing great. That's I'm just great. getting past uh, some sinusitis, which usually happens in the summer yeah. to me. I don't know why. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And uh, every every version of an antibiotic you can take, I have been taking. So uh, you and full Gogo. Full courses. You and Gogo -Go are all, all yeah. that uh, at some She's point. amoxicillin. She's back on amoxicillin. That's where we started. We've done yeah. the whole cycle of different ones, and we're trying amoxicillin again. Yeah. So. Earaches are terrible when they're there that age. I know. And you feel like a monster, too, because you bring them in finally, and they go, oh, she has an earache. And you go, how long? <laughs> like, I'm this close. <laughs> To like, and, and finding earaches is kind of hard because I've like, uh, when we were, as a medic, we used to try to find a semen. It's actually really hard to see it. You have to look for the liquid. It's like a reflection thing of light. Yeah. But I'm like, God, it would have really behooved me to get that down before like she was born to just have that one skill of being able to look in there and yeah. see if there was an earache. You have that tool? Do you have a little uh, flashlight with a little uh, I, kind of cone on the end of the deal? I did. I think I did while we were deployed, which was hilarious because I was a combat medic on the lines. So we had like all the like you know little tools. You're like, I'm never bringing this and sand everywhere. Can you imagine Kuwait and Iraq. <laughs> so at some point, I had like a pack of things, and they're probably still pristine somewhere. Yeah, it could have been army issued and given back. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of funny things they gave us where we're like, yeah, we're never gonna use this in the field. Like uh, where you go. Um, I don't think we're ever going to have time. Um, I mean, it got to the point where, like, they'll even say they won't give you black gloves because you, when you do a blood sweep, you can't see the blood on them. Right. So little things like that where it would be the good, give us something. We're like, yeah, we can't use this. Or no, our blood sh pressure cuff. Like, maybe maybe we can have that in the in the vehicle, but, like, 
during the moments, I don't think I'm going to be like, hmm, as I'm tourniqueting you kind of feel, let me check your blood pressure because I don't think it's going to be great. Not ideal. Were you in Basra? No, I was in Kuwait. Uh, I was in uh, Kuwait, and then we went with... God, yeah, in Iraq, where were you? Uh, well, we, we did convoys. So, like, we would go all, gosh, what was the... the and we, I always know the names of the bases because we didn't... Right, yeah. but we were on the uh, the nine southern provinces. We were in the southern, and then we would go all the way up. We many times had done convoys all the way up to northern Iraq. Oh man! Yeah, which is a really long convoy. by the Kurds. Yeah, and what is funny is, whenever the weather goes from really hot to really cold, kind of like the last couple of days, it always reminds me of Iraq because Iraq, northern Iraq, gets really cold at night, and it's a quick switch. So yeah. you're always wearing like a summer outfit in cold weather. So all of a sudden you'll go, oh, it's chilly because it, it, it actually doesn't retain heat like all because there's a good amount of foliage. And so you'll feel that chill because you're not wearing appropriate clothes. Like it reminds me all the sure. time of that. Now, if you were, uh, if I did not know you yeah. and I didn't know your military background, if, um, if I just heard you talking, yeah. having a conversation, and you said Iraq. Yeah. I would immediately said, what branch of service? Really? Yeah. Because only people who have family members who have been in uh, Iraq will say Iraq. Isn't that funny? Like including the general officers. All the way to the general officers who've been through every training school in the world. Iraq is pronounced Iraq by Iraqians. Yeah. Or I, Iraqis. My mouth could never. It's always Iraq. <laughs> it's like, just, no, just think of go-go. Ear, <laughs> rock. I will not. <laughs> ear, rock. No, no, I will, ear, rock. I will not, like, I'm so, like, there are things too, there's another really big tell. We won't call guns, guns. Weapons. We'll call them weapons. That's what I call, in fact, I was, somebody was uh, shopping for guns at a gun show and, and I asked him, uh, do you have uh, this weapon or this weapon yeah. or this weapon? And they went, we don't have weapons. <laughs> it's a whole said, thing. Oh, it's yeah, so you're funny. just loaded with weapons. <laughs> it's your all weapons. There's 10,000 weapons in this room. <laughs> we, no, there are not. It, that's but so funny. They of are course, guns. Of course, they don't want us to sell like a weapon. <laughs> and of course, we grow, like AJ, this is a weird army thing. And obviously, Don, you know, is like, you can't call a, a, a gun is a toy. A weapon, anything that you grab that could kill somebody is a weapon. You have to treat it like so. In basic training, if anyone's like, where's my gun? <laughs> the workout, the free workout that you will get that day will be beautifully just, you know, you will lose some calories that day. So it's like it's beaten out of you to the point where, like, my uh, my husband, Justin, they, his whole family's in Bemidji, and they love shooting things. We play Annie Oakley, all the fun things. I sound crazy because I'm like, oh, what weapon is this? And they're uh, like, uh, um, ma'am, we are not, like, yeah. CG, like you know, going after yeah. the next town. Oh, it's an AR-15. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that, that's an M-16. That's an M-16. <laughs> How dare you? Which, it's so funny you know, you just know all the things. How dare you? Um <laughs> oh, I spent my time in the war. Yeah, I, th I think you were around too many soldiers. And another thing about, I was just talking about this recently, is I've only shot an M16 and an M4. Yeah. 
We didn't even get handguns as medics. You know, uh, we didn't get. That's odd. You didn't have one. Yeah. So like a nine or something. Yeah, yeah. the M4s where you can, you know, bring in the um, the stock and and you could you could make it pretty short. Yeah, so like a carbine. Yeah, and you could put it on your back, and it wasn't really wasn't that big of a deal. And at that point, I was so comfortable with it, I kind of loved it, and there's it's so steady. But here's the thing about only shooting this weapon, besides like we would shoot like 50 cals for fun or whatever. But like, Ooh, you put- For fun. But like we'd go to the range. <laughs> oh, we wouldn't really minute. be aiming that much. You know what I mean? Like they would let the medic, they're like, do you want to shoot this? Sure. Uh, you yeah. know, have yeah. some fun. You, you I got didn't qualified. Have a, you didn't have it on automatic. No, no, there no, is no. no way. No, God, no, but- yeah. We're just letting loose now. Yeah. No, it really Here, is. I'm gonna get, hand me that Barrett and let me <laughs> see if I can just clink <laughs> a few cans. You'd be surprised how easy it is to be qualified on a 50 cal, because it's a very big range. They can be like, did you hit the object? Kinda. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good, you're the certified. Was a car. Yeah, right, it was. That's <laughs> so funny. It was a minivan. Yeah. Yeah, so the thing about an M4 and an M16 is, you can put your nose right up to the charging handle. Yes. And it's got zero kick, and that's how you, you know, zero in. Yeah. Went to shoot my husband's uh, rifle, put my nose up there oh, right sorry. before I pushed I'm it. Sorry. He said, Stop! Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost just clocked myself. Right. So it's funny. It's like for as advanced as I think I am with things, I'm also a baby. Yeah. Like about to get hurt, fall out of a tree stand with a black eye. Well, sure, because if if you're using the, uh, the uh, M16, the M4, they've got like a Trigicon sight that's yeah. set way up on the barrel. Yep. So it's just showing you a dot yeah. that you basically put on the target. But if you uh, switch then to deer hunting yeah. and you've got a scope yeah. and you set your face right down on that right stock there. and it kicks as you're shooting a seven yeah. mil and it g will put a circle in your orbital fossa. Yeah. That's not the one you want, you know? And I assumed he married me because of my look, so that would have gone south quickly. It's just one of those funny moments where you go, I know nothing. Okay, so here's a boot camp story. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> so, <laughs> uh, I did something screwed up in boot, and uh, we had two DIs, and uh, the one, they worked 12-hour uh, shifts. Yeah. And... The uh, DI, the se second DI, was on bivouac 12 miles away with half of uh, our uh, platoon or squad or flight or whatever it was. And uh, the uh, DI called me an asshole. Which? And I said, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. It's drill instructors. They're like a drill yeah. sergeant. Yeah. And, and he just went off. He yeah. just couldn't stop calling me, how did I miss this? He would say, how did I miss this on intake that you're such an asshole? Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. I want you to put on a 40-pound pack, double time to the bivouac area, find Sergeant Robinson, and tell him you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can't it's not. The pouring, drill it's pouring down so rain. Funny. It's pouring down rain. I got a forty-pound pack. I'm I'm double timing, eighteen miles or whatever it was out to the big white area, and uh, and it's just like a scene out of some horror movie. Just pouring down uh, rain. The pup tents are are just halfway underwater. 
this is not a happy di that I'm, and I and I go and I I knock on the post. <laughs> I just knock on the post that he's in, and he goes, "The fuck do you want?" <laughs> and I said, uh, "Sergeant Sullivan uh, sent me out here uh, with a message. What is the message?" Sir, I'm an asshole, sir. <laughs> and he goes, I fucking know that. Get back to where you are. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and, and I had done some other kind of harebrained thing. Oh, I'm and sure. And he, 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 he called me out of the uh, formation, <clears throat> and he said, Shelby, bend over. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't know what's happening. So I bend over, and he said, grab both of your ears. And I grabbed my ears, and he said, pull your ears. And I pulled them, and he said, did you hear a pop, you son of a bitch? <laughs> and I said, sir, yes, sir. And he goes, that was your head coming out of your ass. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you know what I think about too, Don? Is like these guys, I mean, we're all running around. We're 18, 19, 20. We're babies. Yes. How do they not look at us and go, you like they, the, the ability they have to compartmentalize that we're just all a bunch of babies pretending yes. to be soldiers? Yeah. I mean, they must go back to the barracks and just crack up. Yes. Like the things they have us doing. I mean, I was. I was a wreck because I had no military background. I had no idea what I was doing. I The one thing I had going, though, like my mom, you know, Beverly, who you yeah, met, yeah. she was a gym teacher. We were very into uh, running and working out. So, like, I they would be so frustrated at me because I would just keep doing the thing. And I also had the mentality of cheerleader camp where I was like, I'd always, when we would be doing exercise, a lot of things I'd yell is, take that terrorism, especially, like, <laughs> When we were in like all fours and they would make us do this thing called uh, um, fire hydrants where it looked like you were peeing on a dog. You know, it was like these weird exercises yeah, we right. did. And I'd always say, yeah, take that. Uh, yeah, Alpha, we got you. Like I'd shout things out and they'd be like, oh my God, Hagen. <laughs> like it was like, I just was like, I will fake it till I make it. And that's such my mentality. Or not even fake it. I will, I will be, have the most fun all the time always. And that's always been my mentality. And so even there, I would just shout out things. We'd be doing a run, and they'd be like, we're doing two. Everybody thank Hagen. We're doing an extra mile. Uh, and I would be like, you're welcome. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. could not not keep that up, especially when things were really bad and everybody's morale was really low. Like, it was funny. It wasn't not ever funny to me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apologies to the people who didn't serve. This is boring to you. Yeah. Uh, and and congratulations and uh, props to everyone who has served, who uh, this uh, reminiscence has uh, resonated with you in, in some way. I'll tell one more story yes. uh, uh, for your benefit, and maybe uh, someone in the uh, audience listening will appreciate this. So after those episodes... Yeah. We started doing a lot of drill. I had had, when I was in high school, for fun, just a, a drill team. 
uh, we didn't have any weapons. We didn't have uniforms. Yeah. But we would uh, just march, learn how to march, learn how to call, learn how to every, everything, right face, left face, bow face, everything we had to do, uh, you know, by the uh, column, by the right, you know, yeah. you just, I, we knew everything. Yeah. So I show up. I got three years of college. Everybody else is like 18. Babies. <clears throat> and uh, so uh, I, because I have done uh, broadcasting, I uh, speak uh, differently. Yeah. Uh, I have grammar. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I keep getting this quizzical look from both of these DIs. Because I am can snap. I mean, I am sharp. I'm dressing. I'm yeah. blind. I mean, I am just as you're put cool together. I am put together, and I can do all of these things. I don't have to be taught anything about drill. Well, uh, you know, you have to do all your security questions. You have everything memorized. Boot. They, you know, pop. What you, rule number six? And, yeah, you know, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. Shout it out to them. Yeah. And but every once in a while, one of the DIs would uh, walk down the line and go, "What's your badge number?" Now I I have memorized everything you're supposed to know. I have no idea what he's what he's talking about. Yeah. And uh, sir, I don't know, sir. But I didn't. I don't. And I, I am I supposed to know what, what my badge? I don't have a badge. So that happened ten times. What's your badge number? I go to, uh, we get we get a couple of days, no, one day, one six-hour day, to uh, go to the base bowling alley. Uh-huh. Ooh. When uh, we've probably been there uh, four weeks. Yeah. I, uh, there's a, I recognize another DI from an adjacent barracks. And he comes over because he heard that I had been in broadcasting. Yeah. And he was doing some uh, work on a San Antonio station oh on my weekends. God. And we just talked about broadcasting. Yeah. And I, I said, Sarge, I have a question I've got to ask you because I am completely lost. Every once in a while, uh, either one of my DIs will uh, ask me my badge number. And he starts laughing. And he said... Oh, here's what's happening. See, we had a little problem last year with some brutal behavior on the part of some DIs. And uh, so for a long period of time, they were sending uh, OCS people. Uh, oh, l- lieutenants, undercover lieutenants back through as rainbows, oh. and 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 then they would report back to the Office of Special uh, Investigations. Yeah, we had different military experiences. Yeah. The fact that they thought you were an <laughs> undercover officer. Yeah, yeah. So so here I am, and I'm not. Yeah, I am not that guy. I I know I'm that. I'm just a rainbow but- coming through there. So anyway. Um, <laughs> the fact that you were so put together they uh, thought you were an undercover officer that's I'm just right. telling you that's like right. I was the definition of a soup sandwich and you were like they think you were an undercover like that is so okay tell yeah, okay. me okay alright so let me hit it <laughs> so I really know he thinks I'm a he thinks I'm an officer and I'm an investigator for the, the office of special investigations yeah. yes that's probably what he's doing and I said oh 
I got it. So the next formation, we're called in uh, to the grounds, to the drill parade grounds, and uh, and then he starts. He goes all the security questions. He gets to me and he says, "What's your badge number?" And I said, four seven three four. Sir, I have no idea, sir. And he went, I fucking got you. I knew I would fucking get you. I got you. And so, <laughs> and from for the next three weeks in boot, I was in his office with my feet up on his desk. Oh, Funny. Drinking cold beer no. from his refrigerator. Shut up. You are and a monster. No, serious. I hate I'm you. absolutely serious. You are so the worst. I got no I've... duty. I got nothing. Because it's like I I oh, was yeah. I've been through officer candidate school. Oh yeah. And, and he's calling me sir. He calls me sir for the next three weeks, and I drink his beer. And now we're going to separate because we've completed boot and people are going to tech schools or direct yeah. duty assignment or whatever. And I was going to the Pentagon. So I, uh, I come up to him and I said, Sarge, I got to tell you something. I was bullshitting you. I'm, I'm not working for OSI. I am I am not. He goes, uh, I got it. No. <laughs> I got it. Totally. You, no, you, you are Never. new. You are not. And he goes, how'd I do? And I went, you did fine, Sarge, but <laughs> I, you have to listen to me. I am not, I am not the heat. I am not doing an investigation. He goes, no, 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 I got it. Oh, you just said. I got it. <laughs> That's he would so not be. Would, no, no, no. Yes, it's a, your secret's safe with me. And like now, a part of me wants to find him and get his yes. point because he probably tells a story too of the time that I wooed the yeah, undercover officer. Right. Uh, I had him I, drinking beer. Yeah, yeah, out of the palm of my hand. Yeah, man. Like, and he gave me aces. I yeah. know, I know. <laughs> let him have it. Sometimes a, you just have to let them have it. Just a true story. That actually happened. Oh, I believe it because yeah. that'd be insane to like make up because of the <laughs> dynamics. I can't even imagine. Like, are we lived a different military experience? Like you put like to this day, you're a very put together person, and I feel like I am one lost phone away from crying at any moment. That is so funny. And like unbelievable, but like very believable. Yes. Oh my god. All right, well, we've got uh we've got a lot of fun people coming on the show today too. Kristen Burt's gonna be on, Chris Eggert. Oh yeah. And Judd and We've got Allie coming in, calling in from Chicago, so it'll be super fun. We'll be back on the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law 
and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My car really needs a wash. The $20 Meguiar's bundle includes Gold Class Car Wash for a showroom shine. Get in zone, Auto- And what about my tires? Just spray the included Hot Shine tire coating and you're all set. Get in zone. The inside is not great. No problem. The quick interior detailer in the bundle can help with that too. Restrictions apply. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy sent. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Who's that bitch? (laughs) 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 He says, God, this early in the morning? I left before my wife got up. (laughs) I can't escape it. My day's laughing so hard. Oh my god. Oh my god.
You could have given me a million chances to guess what you were going to come back. I would never. It was not that. It also, like, I should that. start guessing that kind of stuff. At this point, I've been around you enough. I cannot. Oh, God. Amy's going to love that you said that. She's going to be obsessed. Oh, my goodness. Don Shelby called you a bitch at 727. You lucky son of a gun. That is so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we're partying with Don Shelby today. I feel like you already everyone got the vibe. I've gotten some emails from um, Eric, our, uh, who we met, I met at the fair. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he's got memories flooding back because he was in the military. Great. Um, and then he said, I used to laugh at so many things done by the DIs and my platoon would get so upset and nervous about it. I just could not, not find it humorous to do ridiculous things they would say and make us do. It was true. <laughs> they would say things and you just had to like, you're like, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> and you, you weren't allowed to smile. You weren't allowed. And I always yeah. broke. I mean, but I've also gotten written up for dancing in uniform. I mean, I'm all the things. Like, I was a great medic. I was a terrible soldier. I mean, ah, that's yeah, fine. Gotcha. They really didn't care. They treated their medics like cats. They're like, you go do whatever. We'll call you if we need you. And I just <laughs> be hiding somewhere re- reading. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you okay? So I saw at the state fair when we were out at the state fair, you got your foot long hot dog. Did you get your pork chop? That was your other thing. No, the line went around uh, the dairy building. So I, I mean, I no way I could ever get one. Did you guys? If I stayed an hour and a half, I would have not have made it to the front. Really? Of the line. Yeah. Um, the Amish donut is what I keep walking away from hearing that was the best thing at the state fair. Didn't see it. Didn't either. I heard the line for that was like, same thing with the pork chop. Really? That was like hour and a half at the minimum. Yeah. Wow. So and like, I hear good, good things. Yeah, right? So it was like, why don't, do they sell it not at the fair? Right? Like, that's what we need to look into. Yeah. We need to get Amish donuts stat. You know what I did hmm. based on what you told me at the fair? What I, I Because had... one of my favorite things is Dole Whip. Yeah, I You love, know that. Yeah. And you told me that you had a copycat recipe for Dole Whip. Yeah. And I said, send it to me. I completely forgot. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I mean. No, that's fine. It's fine. Because I'm an able person. So I went where I figured you went. Yeah. I went to the internet. The World Wide Web. Yes. Yeah. And I asked it for the Dole Whip. And I found 19 recipes. Right. And I made it. And it was Dole Whip. Was it, it super It was good? exactly Dole Whip. Yeah. Everyone did. I couldn't believe it. And I'm going to tell people how to make the Dole Whip. Perfect. Okay? Two cups of frozen pineapple chunks. Two cups. Two teaspoons of any kind of sweetener. I use agave sweetener. Because okay. it's liquid. Yeah. Right? So... Uh, or you can use sugar, whatever. You can use a quarter cup of coconut milk, not cream, uh, coconut milk. Put that in there. And uh, two teaspoons of fresh lemon juice. Don't use the crazy stuff in the bottle. Yeah. Squeeze some lemons, two teaspoons. Put it in a blender or into a Cuisinart or something yeah, like that. Process it, mm-hmm. yeah. Turn it on, and uh, and just 
stir the shit out of it. Live it, your life. Oh, it just, yeah. Go, go, take, go away. Go get, go take away. on a hobby. Yeah. Learn because how to play it, piano. It's got to, uh, it's got to cut up all those fibers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But stick the spoon in. Oh, and a pinch of salt. A pinch of salt. Like, I love that you're giving me credit for giving you the bare minimum of an idea that there was a recipe out there. Like, I love that, like, I am getting credit. The amount of work. I, I even told him, AJ, I go, Dad, I haven't made this, but I do have a recipe for a Dole Whip that I've, again, found online the same way you did. And I was like, yeah, at some point, like, I want to make it because everyone says it tastes exactly the same. So, like, I love you. You're like, yeah, I did your idea. And I'm like, I haven't even gotten that far. I don't even know if I have frozen fruit in my freezer at this point. I feel like I'm doing a show with Marjorie Johnson here. You're just too good. <laughs> yes, you're just too good. I'm just so talented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was good. Oh, how, my gosh. How much did it make? Well, I doubled the recipe. Yeah, and it made a uh, at least a large bowl okay. of it. Um and large bowl is relative, so uh, let's say a quart bowl would have be half full. Okay. And uh, then that would be four cups yeah, yeah. of the, the frozen chunks. But that's that makes it cold, and that holds it together. The uh, the coconut milk coagulates it, yeah. gives it flavor, kind of like a pina colada. Kind I didn't know that that had that flavor. Yeah. But uh, once you taste a Dole Whip, really, and you go, hmm, it does have coconut in it. And you don't I, know that. You don't know that until you make it. That's the one thing, though, of when you do make it, which uh, some people kind of lose. It, it's less exciting sometimes to know the inner workings. But I love a good hack. Like I've been, yeah. there's yeah. a, there's a pink drink at Starbucks that I've been trying to replicate, and I can't yet. Have you seen Pepto Bismol? You can get that by the bottle. <laughs> I've got two in my fridge. All right, yeah, so I think I have that in my fridge currently. Wait, why do we know? We don't have Pepto in the fridge. That'd be insane. Wouldn't I've seen be... weirder things. But like, wouldn't that be so thick? Oh, okay. You put amoxicillin. And amoxicillin to the fridge. <laughs> Am I getting them the same confused? Color. That's what why you're having. Why is my stomach not hurting? Like, still hurting. <laughs> <laughs> I want Pepto to taste different than it does. Whenever I have Pepto, I want it to taste like amoxicillin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what were you going to say, the pink drink? Have you seen on TikTok, people have been, like, getting fired from Starbucks, but they've been sharing and just leaking, like, the exact recipes for every drink. I got to get the pink drink one because... I'll, if I, I'll see it again and I'll send it to you. Again, I just have to Google it and then commit. The pink drink is... Okay, there's this, like, coconutty strawberry drink they make. Yep. It's, like, five bucks. And you drink it so quick because it's not like a coffee. And I only try to get it once a month. I give in a lot. If I'm having a bad day, I'll get a pink drink. But, like, I know that I have to learn how to make this because I can't sustain how much I want to drink it. But I think it's coconut milk, and I've been using coconut water, mm. which yeah, not interchangeable, right. obviously. Right. Um, I also have a different food hack. I feel like you would like this a lot. And this one I've actually done. You don't season your steak until the cutting board. So do nothing until the cutting board. You put all the seasoning. You literally, while you're cooking the steak, you can put oil and salt and pepper on it if you want. While you're cooking your steak, you take as if, like, the cutting board is the steak. You put all the seasoning on there. You can put, you know, um, put a little more oil, garlic, uh, you know, thyme, anything you want to put on a steak. Sawyer's. Sawyer's. <laughs> Worcestershire sauce, anything, all the stuff. You put it right on the cutting board. You take the steak off. 
you put it on there. Now the whole concept, and you're gonna like this because like you probably already know this, but when things heat up, atoms move quickly and it pushes out liquid. So that's the big problem you have when you season things before is it pushes it out after while Especially it's cooking. Especially salt. Especially salt. Um, so uh, what this does is when you know the atoms slow down, they take in, they absorb stuff. So while it's cooling down, so you cut it and you kind of toss it in there, but you cut it on the, the um, cutting board while with all the seasoning on it, it sucks it all up. Uh. So you don't lose a bunch of stuff. Cause I used to season before and then a little after. Right. But now I exclusively wait till I get to the cutting board and I start cutting it up, you know, in like strips. Um, and it sucks it all up and you let it sit there for a little bit in a little pile. And then the key is, if you want it to be warm on the plate, is you have to then warm the plate um, mm -hmm. and oh, then God. put the steak on there. But I'm telling you guys, you will use less seasoning and yet less like things because it does it so efficiently. Wow. You're welcome. It's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah. I do feel like you are going to appreciate that. And yeah. again, this one I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I love that, like, I could just be like, hey, you know what would be fun? Coconut cake. Think about making that, Don. Just, like, the incepting <laughs> of a maybe of an idea. And then you go out into the world and get all the ingredients and the recipe. You know who told me about the best coconut cake? Brittany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the word. Best coconut cake. Yeah. Period. It's out there. It is. No, they... Uh, somehow list that they I don't think they own such words but if you go to the internet and yeah. you say authentic key lime pie yeah 95 things come up I know. that say authentic key lime pie if you ask for the uh, real key lime pie 900 things 900 come up. things <laughs> it's almost like we know less by knowing more isn't yeah, it yeah Key lime pie to me is one of the most underrated pies when it's when it's good. If you're using real key limes. Oh wait, Don, let me let me clarify. I'm not making this. Oh, I see. I've never made a pie in my life. Really? No. Man. I know. My life is, I guess, lacking because of that face. Oh my <laughs> god, the judgment. What, are you making key lime pies? Sure. What? Yes. I cook. You bake? No, sir, yes. Cooking and, and baking yes. is very different. Yes, it is, but uh, little known fact, which usually means I'm going to lie. Yep, of course. Uh, the little known fact <laughs> is this. When I retired, I uh, considered very seriously going to the Culinary Institute of America, CSI, <laughs> or CIA, and, uh, or going to uh, Cordon Bleu. I wanted to be uh, a chef after I retired. That's insane. Yeah. And so when you, with, with, with like your specialty, like you, do you lean towards baking or cooking? Because in my mind, you, ha you have to pick one. Uh, cooking primarily. Same. Yeah. Like, because I am, I'll tell you this about me. Like, when it comes to recipes, meh. But I am, because of the, you know, way we grew up and everything, you give me six ingredients, I'll make a meal. Like, See? I am the MacGyver of making food. Yeah. Justin will go, we don't have any food. And I go, move aside. Yeah. And I can make food, because like, I can cook. Baking, I don't know if, again, I, I can't convey this enough, anything precise with um, you know things that I don't take that seriously, it doesn't get my full attention. So I'm like, a cup-ish, 
And as yeah. soon as you say ish in baking, you're out. Right. You're Because it's now sifted grams. I it's Graf everything, is everything grams. is done in metric. That's so true because you're going to see too on most legit recipes, it's weighed. Right. So it's yeah. not even, you can't flour. even Flour, instead of, it doesn't say, you know, two cups of flour. Yeah. No, 400 grams of flour. And sifted. As soon as it starts saying sifted, I go, I'm out. Eh. That's a lot of mess right there. <laughs> like, I even get annoyed when it's like, wash your rice. What? <laughs> I don't have time for that. Like, and rice, like, even bad rice is okay, yeah. you know? Like, who's cleaning their rice? Anytime I have to get a colander out, I go, this is going to be annoying to clean. Yes. My mother used to make the greatest bean soup in the world, and I wanted to replicate it. Yeah. So um, I get, this is 25 years ago, I get a, a bag of beans, and it says, and I'm hungry for bean soup. I'm gonna, I got the hock, I'm going to the whole thing, I yeah. got the ham already cut up, and I'm going to just cook these beans. And uh, no, you're not. Uh, you're going to soak them for 24 hours. I love when that happens to me. <laughs> I love when that happens to me. I'm and like, then, honey, again, we're having this tonight. And I go, and by tonight, I mean two days. Like, you missed that one thing. That's right. Soak for 24 hours. <laughs> like, the recipe should have two pages. The first page is start soaking beans. <laughs> Come back in one day. And that's never the first step. It's like, I cut know. up these carrots and dice this onion. And now you're going to soak these for a full day. I know. As soon as I see that, I go, all right, I'm not prepared enough for this. The sitting, the sitting of things, it just never works out for me. I'm just wondering if uh, we see the numbers that uh, when, when T comes back and looks at the numbers, yeah. Uh, how quickly the audience over uh, this last hour yeah. has diminished. Absolutely. Uh, we're, left, we're left with people who like cooking and people who are GIs. And, yeah, and, and don't forget who will say weapons while I run around weapons. with weapons. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> We've really diminished our audience. But you know what? You know, what the These, fuck happened? You're the only ones we care about. So don't worry about those other fools. And buy Saber Heating and Plumbing. No, um, we're fine. I do have to tell you about, since we're talking about food, a new trend that sounds, I don't know, you could go either way with it. You're always surprising me, is putting tea bags in Sprite. Hmm, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. right? Because if we first think about it, you go, that's disgusting, but it's pretty much like a sweet, extreme sweetener. Um, you can use 7-Up. So the, the idea is you add tea bags to a bottle of Sprite. You can use 7-Up too or any lemon lime soda. Basically, you're just making caffeinated iced tea Yep. Um, with this twist, the citrusy twist. You can use any tea, but TikTok specifically said to use two bags of Lipton black tea. Yes. Um, and they make the big tea bags for, uh, they sell in the summer. Yeah, for course. Louisiana, which is my favorite, is the big, fat, like four inch by four inch square uh, tea bags just for big uh, batches of iced tea. And you could, uh, you can't do that per glass. Yeah. But you can make a pitcher. Big pitcher. Yeah. Um, does anybody really like unsweetened iced tea? Well, I used to. Because that's my mother drank that, yeah, and uh, I think usually with a little maybe uh, a jigger of uh, Jack Daniels, but <laughs> <laughs> she would never let me drink her iced tea, yeah, 
I'd come in from playing basketball and I'd go, hey, let me have it. And she'd slap my hand. Yeah. Get your own. Absolutely. Then I figured it out. Yeah. I figured it out. <laughs> because she was always quite mellow. Quite mellow. Yeah. Which was not her normal thing. Mellow with not something I would call Lacey Shelby. But... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, so it's like you're not drinking from my cup, and it, you think it's like a boundary thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What and does she share germs? everything else too? Yes, yeah. everything. Yeah. Because yeah. our family's big on sharing, and yeah. so if I all of a sudden said, "No, you can't," uh-huh. I'm yeah, drinking. you're hiding. Something. I'm hiding. Something. <laughs> yes. And then, yes. Uh, so, like, and there's a part of me because I like I like a good Ar- Arnie Palmer, but like. I don't think you can go half and half. I think it's a quarter lemonade and then three-fourths iced tea. Like, that's perfect. Which, I feel like that name is missing, so, like, it could be a Brittany Arneson, but I'm still shopping out if that's going to land. Yeah. I'm working on it. As iconic. Yeah. Um, up next, we're going to have Kristen Burt on, and she's probably going to tell us about her mixed drink as well. She's more exciting than us, though, Don, because we're less exciting with our mixtures. We'll be back here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about my slippers, the Giza sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Hey, y'all, this is Ronte. And a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Shantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants Wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy said. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? 
When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Dougie, how's life in Baldwin? I love it, though it's a bit hard to find a half-calf, decaf, heavy foam. I'll give you some heavy foam. Yeah, that's what he said. Anyway, I just came back from the National Ford meeting and got to hear Bill Ford, Henry's grandson, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, talk about the future of the company. It was really interesting, and I learned some cool stuff. Read this. Ford builds more vehicles in the USA than any other brand. Huh? I thought it would have been Tesla. Not even close. Keep reading. Ford outsold Toyota in 2022 and is on track to do it again. I didn't know that either. Probably these commercials. Yeah, sure, pal. Ford has successfully partnered with the UAW and hasn't suffered a strike in over 40 years. Ford also has the largest number of assembly workers in the United States. You know, Tom, I've really fallen in love with the product. From the electrics to the super duties, thanks to you, a lot of people have reached out to put Ford on their list. If you want to talk cars in general or Ford specifically, reach out to me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com.